0: So today we want to explore the topic of forgiveness, and I have with me today, Dr. Nancy Long. She is the founder and executive director of COPE, which stands for Center for Pastoral Engagement. Welcome to Naturally Brown Woman, Dr. Long. Thank you. So, so Dr. Long, here we have there, you know, a lot of things that are going on with this country with Mm -hmm. people of color, you know, and we're talking about things such as that, you know, systematic racism, the the denial of systematic racism. We've heard about all the the deaths, the George Floyd's, the Breonna Taylor, and so many other unjust deaths in this country and now we have this topic of forgiveness. Mm -hmm. How do we forgive? Is it expected of Mm -hmm. us to forgive? And how do we even Mm -hmm. move toward that? How do we even wrap our minds around that?
1: Mm -hmm. Well, first of all, when we think in terms of forgiveness, um, as you know, there's a lot of myths, and it's been an ongoing conversation in all aspects of life. But as it, re, as it, um, I guess, affects African Americans or people of color, people who are marginalized, people who've been kind of demonized in this so divided country, it, it really is, forgiveness has to do with the ability to be able to reconcile within yourself that this, that you're bigger than The situation or the trauma that has occurred to you and that you have the ability to um, be able to release those emotions toward that person and be able to move on to your life now. Part of the issue is that it makes it sound like it's easy. But in reality, it's probably one of the hardest things that we do as a human being. So it's important not to forgive the person who has offended you as much as it is for you to be able to move on because forgiveness holds us to our past. So therefore, we don't have hope in the future. Whereas if we can release that, then we have the ability to create a new future for ourselves. So when we think in terms of a definition of forgiveness, it simply is, it has its roots in the word pardon. And so you deliberately make a decision, not unconscious, not because your belief system or families or culture or pressure, but it's a decision. It is, it, it even though it's emotional, the feelings around the hurt, but it's a decision to release those feelings connected to that incident to be able to move on to your future.
0: Yeah. You know, you mentioned it's a decision within yourself. It has to do with mm-hmm. you moving on. But Dr. Long, you know, when you know, you look at things, you see TV, you watching TV, you're you're on the internet and it's like, you yeah, know, forgive, but it's like when it's constantly happening over mm-hmm and over again so you say yeah i want to forgive but come on something else has happened something else somebody has said something else and it stirs up those feelings again it's almost like constantly ripping the band-aid off rip, right when it's getting ready to heal mm-hmm. like hey i'm moving forward, rip it off again you know yeah, and like mm-hmm. you said, it's not easy so mm-hmm. how do you kind of balance all that
1: or can you well the first thing The first thing, and we as therapists and and really people who work with human beings, the first thing, you've got to acknowledge that this is painful. You've got to be clear about how your emotions. I don't know anyone, a person of color who wasn't angry about any of these incidences, that sense of helplessness. So identifying those very emotions and then start talking. See, if it stays inward, then it like festers. Hmm. So you get with someone who is a trusted friend, a therapist, a counselor, a preacher, mom, whoever that you consider to be a trusted person and talk about where somebody can hold that anger. Somebody can hold that helplessness, hold that, that vulnerability that, you know, that you want to go out and just make somebody feel as bad as you do, that somebody can hold that for you. Then once you can get past that, get control of that, then you it's a, not a, so much a matter of, of that it won't happen again because we're, we're constantly uh, in the situation. We can't just leave America. <laughs> we just can't yeah. leave our families or leave the situation. But what we can do is we can mm. redefine it. In other words, uh, I love America. I don't love what America does sometimes. Mm. So therefore, it's not so much a forgiving as it is Uh, being able to see a future within that uh, schism within the country. But let's not be uh, deceived. There's a difference between uh, forgiveness and action. When these things keep happening, uh, forgiveness has nothing to do with our civic duty to vote, our civic duty to be informed, our civic duty to be woke. Mm -hmm. Uh, Those those are action things that we can do, which empowers us because a lot of times, We hold on to the hurt and difficult for us to think in terms of forgiveness because we feel helpless. Mm -hmm. But we are not a helpless people of color. We have established this country. We uh, made inroads. And that's something to be proud of. And so we hold on to that. Just like in this past election, we saw how our vote mattered how it changed the trajectory of this craziness that we've experienced for the last four years. So that is empowering, but to forgive uh, those policemen that um, did this harm to these various people, we can forgive them, but in order to be able to do that, we have to take action. So the next time it's time to vote for a chief of police, the next time it's uh, to vote for a sheriff, Uh, get informed and get involved. Let's get around the families who have been victimized. What can we do? That helps us to empower ourselves. And once we get out of that vulnerable feeling that, that we are helpless, then we're able to let that resentment go and move forward. Not that we're not aware that, you know, that we've been enslaved, that we've been uh, unjustly accused. There's more of us in jail than, more. all of that is, is reality. But we don't have to hold on to it. There are things that we can do to empower ourselves.
0: Yeah, yeah. So that whole thing of forgiving, forgiving and taking action in order mm-hmm. to have to forgive to help you move mm-hmm. forward. Because when you talk about carrying that pain and you just a few minutes ago, you talked about you know, being able to talk to someone that can help hold that pain for you because when you think about all the things that have happened, mm-hmm. you can get overwhelmed, you know, you can just really, really get to the place of anger and find yourself getting so bitter, uh, even toward people who who may not mean you any harm, who genuinely want to exactly. help, but you find yourself getting bitter and angry. So being able to use the word pardon, you know, to uh, let that go within yourself, but not forgetting, because lot sometimes people say, I'll, you know, okay, forgive and forget, forgive and forget. You know, sometimes, you know, forgetting is not, is, is, is like, I don't know how to will myself to forget, you know, and do I want to forget about the injustices to make sure that they don't happen again, you know, talk about that.
1: Forgive, yeah. Forgive. I think that, that that's part of the myth is that, you know, the forgive and forget. I said as, as human beings, that's just like saying, I forget who my parents are after they are deceased. You don't do that. That yeah. they're always be a part of us, uh, that even though they're not physically here, they're a part of. So you will always feel that um, that injury. Uh, you'll always, but the key here, and, and I remember it was uh I, I can't remember whether it was uh, John Lewis or it was someone who was doing a presentation and they said, if you ever get an opportunity to do to that person what they did to you and you do it, then you're not over it. But if you can see and have compassion when that person is in that vulnerable state and be able to pardon them and not retaliate, then you have move to that space where we're talking about uh forgiveness not forgetting but forgiving and see a lot of times if we try to forget what that does is it does more harm to us internally because what it's saying is you deserve what happened to you and that is just the total opposite now we want we and the forgetting is once again not harboring and and dwelling on the the injury in the past but just remembering uh what is it Maya Angelou we quote a lot if people show you who they are believe them
0: yes yes
1: and so if this person has constantly done harm to you uh or in ter- terms of uh, globally if America has harmed us as a people and enslaved us and the justice system and systematic racism and all of that Well, believe that that is possible because if it is possible, then that means that calls me to action. That means I need to see who my leaders are, see who is participating in this wrong because it is a part of the human fabric that uh, people in power take uh, advantage of people who are powerless. That's just a natural human flaw that is in our created being. And so if I know that about you, then what can I do to put up uh, barriers to put, put, kind of keep that uh, monster in a cage, knowing that it's still there, but being able to control it. That's when we know that we are moving through the process of forgiveness.
0: The process of forgiveness, of of forgiving. um, Take us through some steps. You mentioned some things earlier about talking to someone and Uh, making the decision to forgive. Um, Talk about some other steps.
1: The injury becomes our definition of who we are. Hmm. And so the first step is that, do you want to be identified as a victim? And so sometimes our victim, that's the only thing that we can hold on to, to make us feel like we have some power. And so it becomes our um, mantra, our marching orders. And that's why that uh, is hard for us to, to forgive. And so first of all, we have to realize that that you are not your injury. You are not a victim. You have been victimized, but you are not a victim. That is not your name. Your name is not sorrow. Your name is not loneliness. Your name is not uh, 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 Whatever you want to identify, but you are a created, beautiful, wonderfully made person. And that's who you are. And so if I hold on to that, then I, I can let the other story go. Um, also, some things that you want to uh, remember to do is to nurture yourself. You know, again, uh, find a trusted person uh, to let them know what has happened to you and just uh, let people who love you, love you into healing. That's the best way I can think of it. And so therefore the focus is not on the person who hurt you, but the people who love you. Mm. And so if you can embrace that, uh, because love I believe is much more powerful than hate or indifference or anything else. And so if I can feel that love, uh, from a touch or a hand or an embrace or an action, then that begins to heal me. And so that's also a process. And then of course, the, uh, the process of just letting go of not being afraid to see a future beyond what has happened to you to not uh, mm-hmm. see a lot of times in our, uh, what created this uh, divide is that on one side, some people felt like they've been left behind. Mm -hmm. And somebody told that story to that group that the reason why you've been left behind is because of this group. And so therefore they wanna persecute that group because they feel like we've been left behind because of that group. Well, this group that's being persecuted is saying that you're persecuting me and I have no future. And so therefore I'm just gonna sit and just bemoan my circumstances, when in reality, no one is physically holding you down. You made the decision to believe the story that was told to you. Now, the question is, do you wanna believe the story that is true, which is that you have the ability to overcome anything because we are humanly created? Mm
0: -hmm.
1: Or do you wanna believe the story that everything in this country, in this society, in this world, in your life is going to keep you down because of that one situation that you were born a person of color, that you were born a woman, that you were born uh, uh, different than the quote, the established norms that uh, says that this is normal human humanity. Are you going to believe that? Or are you going to believe what is really true? And that is who you are. And how wonderful you are, and, and, and embrace those uh, assets to yourself. Yeah, so those yeah. are kind of some of the things to work through the process. But we're not talking about a day or two. <laughs> we're and sometimes yeah. it takes a lifetime.
0: Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I know you you can forgive, but you may still have anger there that you have to still work through that anger. trauma.
1: Yeah. I never have been a slave, but I inherited. it. Yeah.
0: Exactly
1: I inherited that, so I have to constantly remind myself that I'm living and and enjoying life on the backs of those who died in the uh, diaspora, who died uh, in the middle passage, who who died during the slavery. I am a survivor of those, so, so I have strong genes. I have strong uh, uh, legacy. So and it's not measured by the capitalism of money and wealth. All those things are great. I hope everybody gets as much as they can, but who you are is not developed by things and what you can acquire, but the quality and integrity of what you have developed as a human being. I tell you, I'm glad I'm a person of color. I'm glad that I have that legacy because I get it, I have to constantly remind myself because remember, we're only attacked by those thoughts when we're weak and when things are not going well in our lives. And that's when we begin to revert back to uh, those feelings of of, uh, of uh, victimization and, and injustice and all of that. And we start reliving that all over again and we forget who we are and say, <laughs> if, if my ancestors can overcome slavery and then build schools and institutions and do uh inventive things and create and make our lives better then who am i to just because something is irritating me at the moment that i can't move on
0: yeah yeah i hear you saying um we have to uh embrace the positive narrative in order to move on and be more productive Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm productive citizens or just productive, just people, you know, in order to grow and not harbor. Um, And as you mentioned earlier, allowing it to be like, you know, just eating us from the inside out, but being able Mm -hmm. to kind of move forward with that. Does forgiveness require an apology?
1: No, because nine times out of 10, the big or the person who has created the the injury will not apologize. Uh, um, And if you're sitting there waiting on that to get healing, then you're gonna be stuck. Now it's great, hopefully it will. Uh, I think uh, what about 20 or so years ago, I think the people of Africa where we were sold into slavery uh, sent uh, word that they apologized for selling us off, Uh, but it doesn't erase the trauma and of the years. And so the poly- that's all well and good. I'm glad that you acknowledge that. I mean, if America came and said, we're sorry that that uh, we're taking uh, people of color and turning them into victims and those, we're sorry about that. But it does not change the fact that those things are still uh Uh, part of us and a part of what shaped us, what motivated us, what has created who we are and the strong people that we are. So, um, in reality, uh, it, it, uh, it doesn't require that, but, uh, it, it can help, but it's, it's still, it's still going to require you to take the necessary work to work through it.
0: Mm -hmm. Mm Yeah. Yeah. Um... Trusting the system, faith, forgiveness and trust. You know, mm-hmm. um, those two words I find are, are very different. Mm-hmm. Um, I can forgive, but as far as me trusting, talk about forgiveness versus trust and how they work together.
1: Um, the thing about it is forgiveness and trust are two different things. And we, you know, just like everything in life, there are um, degrees. Like, for instance, I could step on your toe and say, hey, forgive me for that. And, you know, that's no big deal. But when we're talking about uh, generational uh, incest or rape or uh, sexual abuse or domestic violence or uh, robbery, or somebody come in and kill your child or kill you or those kinds of things, that's, that's levels of forgiveness. But when you're talking in terms of, of when a person who comes in and does you harm to that degree, um, I don't think that it is realistic to enter into a relationship with that person in the sense of we, you know, Hey, good buddy, you know, we're, we're tight. No, but the trust is that I trust myself to know that this kind of person is not the kind of person I want to hang around. Trust is something that is sacred. It's earned and it is given freely. And so you have to earn that. And so you, when someone has harmed you, they have broken that right for you to trust them. And if they want to work back to the point where they can uh, have a history or uh, 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 an ongoing uh, process where they've shown over and over and over that they are trustworthy, then you can make that discernment to say, okay, I will forgive them and trust them again. Yeah. But you can forgive someone and not trust them.
0: As as my grandmother would say, you can just love them from a distance.
1: <laughs> exactly, love them you from know. a distance.
0: From a distance, from a distance. Yeah. Um, yeah. if I
1: see if I see you in a ditch, I will stick my hand out, but I'll have my club waiting you <laughs> If you try to hurt me, <laughs> <laughs> for sure, for sure. <laughs>
0: You know, it's, it's it's so much forgiveness and forgiving is just is so much there. So many different layers there. But I do thank you for taking your time out to um, just sharing and, and getting us to to consider forgiveness and what that what forgiveness means to us as individuals. You know, we're not saying that the wrong was justified. We are forgiving because that's something that we have to do. So we can live a healthier life from the inside out. So we can move forward. Absolutely. Take the actions that we need to help change systems and and things like that. So um, thank you so much. Do you have any any final words you want to share?
1: Uh, Just a couple of things that one of the things that uh, when you think in terms of relationship, it is no way that there is anything that's perfect in relationship. But if I can't say anything else, it's, it's a deliberate decision to stay in relationship with someone because they are worth it. Mm-hmm. If they are not, if they've proven themselves to be a, a toxic relationship, let it go. Forgive them because they are not able to be able to, the person that you want them to be. Don't hate them for that, they are who they are. But to be able to move on and stop this unrealistic expectation that they're gonna change if I can change them. And so forgiveness gets tied up all in the middle of that. But to also to conclude, when we think in terms of divided country, remember the people who are on the right are just as uh, zealous and just as uh, uh, feeling that they're right as the people on the left. And so if we can have compassion Mm -hmm. for that person to understand that they are hurting just as bad as we've been hurting the last four years, then we're able to look through their eyes. And just because I have compassion or just because I don't agree with you, you are still a human being and you deserve that level of respect. I don't have to hang out with you. I don't have to go to dinner with you. We don't have to be buds, but you deserve that respect. And I think that's how we can heal is to just respect differences and allow the system to be equal so that everybody can prosper in a country that is just this good.
0: Yeah, Dr. Long, thank you so much. You are welcome to come back anytime. Uh, and talk with us, and you know, on any topic, (laughs) love to have you. This has really, really been a great discussion today. Thank you so much, and uh,
1: thank you for the opportunity.
0: You're welcome. We won't say goodbye, but we'll say see you later.
1: All right. (laughs)